When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. You thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. You are listening to the urban sports scene with Ray Jeezy, Will T, and myself, Wole. We are part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> Will T, you ain't going to go first. I'm good. No, I'm letting you uh, go first. I know. I you thought Will T was going to go first. first. Will I know. T usually just jumps in there. It's okay. But I was watching I was watching just sports over the weekend. And regardless of what the teams look like for the long-term future, mm-hmm. which we don't know yet. I'm talking about all our professional sports teams here. Yeah. It was a big weekend for the DMV. It was. It was. You agree, Will T? Um, I wouldn't say it's a big weekend. <laughs> <laughs> why, Will? Why? Why wouldn't you say no, that? I mean, no, I mean, well, okay. If it's a big weekend, then what? What is the the outcome from this big weekend? What happened that you know that that impacts this team and puts this these teams in a different position? Um, outside of the Wizards, right? Because they, you know, they won and now they're number one in the East, uh-huh. but it's still. You know, we haven't even played 25% of the games yet. I said I don't know what the long-term future looks like for anybody. <laughs> I just said this weekend, we're celebrating the weekend, sir. I, I, I've enjoyed sports. I enjoyed the weekend off, and, yeah, it was cool. I had a good time watching the Wizards, the Washington football team won. But right now, we do need to get the fans back. So winning cures all things, period. I don't think winning cures all things. What, 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 it's supposed to cure all things. That's what winning does. It it's hides, a, it, it hides mean, dirt and everything. No, <laughs> it, it, it's supposed to, but I mean, if a fan base feels, you know, as if they've been lied to, they've been hoodwinked and bamboozled, they're going to stay away. You're talking about watching football. You're talking about watching football. Well, I, I'm just talking, talking about in general. Watching football. Oh, so, okay. Okay. I mean, like the Patriots win all the time and they, when winning hides their stuff. <clears throat> hides what? They're, the, all the cheating stuff, the flake gate, all the stuff we heard in the past look, about the Patriots. Fan, fan, look, fans are not going to be upset if you're cheating because you want to win. Huh? I don't think there's any fan base. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't think, look. Are we talking about, any, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Think, no, you're, no, you're saying the cheating. Like, you're saying the cheating Yeah. with the Patriots, right? Uh-huh. I don't think there's a fan base alive that if their team is cheating to win, they'll get upset. But I think if, you know, if you have a team like the Washington football team that has a culture issue, that doesn't spend money to go out and get the top players, that has sexual harassment issues, there's issues with the stadium, I think that fan base won't readily come back um, as easily if you start to win. That's just my opinion. I will say this. In comparison to any other franchise, Washington has had a myriad of yeah, issues. Yeah, I agree. Because like, yeah. the Jets have had some sexual harassment stuff. 
The Patriots have had cheating, but it's like Washington has all of them. And all, all in that's, one. That's, that's the hard part. Yeah, the, the name changed. There, there's some teams that have Indian names across sports, but they do have every single issue. So I would agree. But I look at Bradley Bill, Aaron Rodgers, people who aren't vaccinated. When the teams are winning, nobody says anything. When other guys in the NFL, NBA, when they're having controversial things, like right now the Nets aren't talking about Kyrie Irving. We're not talking about that right now because the Nets are winning. James Harden is looking good again. Winning does cure a lot. Maybe all things can be a bit of a stretch, but you know what I mean. The the For the most part, winning helps a lot. And this weekend, everybody's talking about the victories that took place. That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> took a whole other turn. We got real political. But I know what Will, what Will, what Will was saying in term, and what you were saying, like the whole Marriott thing, all, all things combined. Yes, watch this. <laughs> yes, it's hard for fans to come back because you, have, you you include everything. You include not paying, not spending enough money to get players, the the, the scandal with sexual harassment, um, the name change, the stadium, Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor, they that, so all that included. Will Will a, has a great point. It's a lot, but but I will say this: Dan Snyder is trying to win, even though he hasn't figured it out yet. But he's trying. <laughs> as you say, as long as you're trying to win, you shouldn't be mad. He's trying, and <laughs> oh. that man has spent money in the past. In the past, he just don't know how. He just, he just can't get right. It is what it is, bro. He can't. He can't get right. Stuff. He just don't know how to. For whatever reason, it's personal. Whatever. He just can't get right. All right, man. Amp Pirate Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kine Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Football Team Insider John Kine, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. You subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Name. This show can be found on Podcast DC, the new local app for hundreds of options and local news and health in the DMV region. Download Podcast DC app to hear all of Empire shows as well as other great content. Hey, also, don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Also, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene Sports Bloggers, Sports Podcasters, and Sports Debates. Will T. Let's get into our tradition. The pregame. Here's what we have on tap. We'll talk about the Washington football team upsetting Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their upcoming game against Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> At 8.30, we'll talk about Porter versus Terrence Bud Crawford. Finally, we'll debate whether the Washington Wizards are viable threats to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, but first, Will T. Uh, first, it sounds weird with Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. I was purposeful. I did on purpose, bro. I know what I was doing. I know what you was doing there. All right, Sunday, the Washington football team defeated the defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 29-19. to What are your thoughts on the game, Wale? I thought it was a, you know, I was surprised at the outcome. We, we, we were doing the show last week. I thought this game wouldn't be close. Um, I thought the defense would, pl- would play better, but I thought eventually down the road, down in the second half, maybe late third, that Brady would pull away. So I was impressed with, um, I was impressed with the defense. Also, you know, Ray will be surprised with me saying this. I was surprised. I was impressed with Scott Turner's um, play calling. I thought they were was very impressed. I was very, I was very impressed with it because it reminded me more of uh of what some of the, something some of the stuff his father would do in Noah Turner. And to be honest with you, some of the stuff his fa- um Joe Gibbs would do. He played the ball control game. The last drive, he was, he was running the, run, run the football. Knowing that Tampa Bay had a stout run defense, he was constantly running the football. And I'm going to give credit when credit is due with, with um, Antonio Gibson. He may have not had 100 yards, but he ran physical. Uh, he ran like a, an actual running back. He ran downhill, and he had some success, especially in the second half. Right. 
Well, in my opinion, first and foremost, I feel like this is the first time this season this team has played with that chip on their shoulder. And they came in as though they had nothing to lose. Like that us-against-the-world mentality. And, hey, if we do lose, so what? We were supposed to. I think the expectations starting the year really hurt them because they came into the season expecting to be a dominant defense. And they wanted to be good and have a good record by the bye week. So that that was the biggest change for me when I saw just how they came out and they just played carefree football. Also, obviously, a bye week does wonders for certain teams, and that did it, that did it just an amazing, an amazing, amazing thing for this team because they had obviously a week off where they didn't have to play a game, and then they had more time to prepare. And I think that they definitely took that time and prepared properly for Tom Brady and a team right now that's, that's struggling that also has some injuries. And this is what you're supposed to do: you take advantage of teams when they're wounded. And then lastly, you win a turnover battle and you win a time of possession. You're going to give yourself a chance to win a football game. So that's what they did this week. Just the, the whole mentality was different. But Rivera, this has to be consistent, though. Like his whole locker room speech, I wasn't impressed with. I'm like, dude, because I wasn't. <laughs> I know, like, and, and I like the way they broadcasted it. I'm like, why didn't you broadcast him these last several weeks? No, I want to see what you're saying after losses, not after you, you win and it's your third win of the season. So now consistency is what I want to see. Will, you, you have anything to add to that? Not much. I, um, I, I don't have much to add. I, I, I think that the defense, I, I think, well, no, let me start, let me forget that. I think this was the most complete game yeah. that from an offensive, defensive, and special teams perspective that we saw all year. I love, even though he only had, I think, like 68 yards on 24 carries, I love that they emphasized the run uh-huh. with Antonio Gibson. And I also like that um, Taylor Heineke um, played under control, but he didn't play scared. He, yeah. You know, he let the ball rip um, when he saw those were coming out of their cuts. You know, so the ball was right on them when they were coming out of their cuts, which is something that we hadn't seen um, for the past couple of weeks because Heineke was holding, holding the ball, holding the ball, trying to make something happen. So it was a refreshing win for, you know, everyone um, who follows the team in the DMV. Uh-huh. You know, even fans of the team. I'm not necessarily a fan of the team, but you felt, you know, it, it felt good to see this team um, defeat the uh, defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, yeah, I think most importantly, it felt good to see this team compete. <laughs> Forget all the, you know, winning and losing. Just go out there, play with some pride. You're playing against Tom Brady. And I totally agree with you, Will T. I think, you know, <clears throat> You saw some improvement with Taylor Heineke. There's some things he did do well. Um, like, you, like you mentioned, he wasn't holding on to football as much. So I do think you give credit when credit is due. And like I said, I'm going to give Scott Turner some credit because usually I'm hard on the dude, but I thought he called a, a decent game. Finally. Finally. He right. did what we've been all asking, all asking for. No. So um, I asked, the, I mean, we asked this question. I mean, we asked what they looked like. I mean, what 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 did fans like most about Washington's victory over the Bucks, um on our social media platforms? Um, this is also posted on our urban sports scene. Uh, Twitter and our Urban Sports and Facebook page. On Facebook, George posted that lap, that drive at the end. Yeah, that drive, again, reminded me of like a Joe Gibbs type of drive. You held the ball for like almost like, was it 10 minutes? Over 10 minutes. Over 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you ended off, you know, you limited Brady. You stopped Brady from winning the game basically by, with that drive. Um, On Twitter, at L. Poetico tweeted, last drive and Taylor Hiding and Taylor's will to win. Uh, Q tweeted the the drive. <laughs> called it the drive like Denver. All right, TJ tweeted all the Tampa fans leaving the re- leaving really fast after talking trash the entire game. I wasn't at the game, so I don't know. 
Tampa. Oh, I can imagine because to be honest with you, as I was watching, I said Tampa's going to come back. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to they're come back at some point, which they did. Yeah, but shockingly, Washington held them off, which yeah. again it, it comes down to execution yeah. and, they and answered. running the football. When Brady scored the touchdown, I'm like, they answered that everything. Huge. They answered, which was which was huge. They deferred again too, and it worked out this time. I hate, <laughs> I hate the deferred crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys. Obviously, coming into the game, you didn't have Montez Sweat. Speaking of the Washington football team, of course, not we, but they didn't have Montez Sweat. And you now lost Chase Young due to a torn ACL. Um, but the defense continued to play at a high level even after the injury. What do you guys expect going forward now that Chase Young is out for the season? Um, I think I, I, I'm just saying, I think this is a preview of the future for this team, meaning that that defensive line, you have four first rounders, uh-huh. right? You've already paid Jonathan Allen. Deron Payne is going to suddenly come up to get paid. You do not have the cap space to spend on all four first round defensive linemen. Uh-huh. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to um, strengthen your team. You're going to have to weaken your defensive line and strengthen your team. Meaning you're going to have to eventually trade one of those guys eventually to help to bring in another asset or assets that can help this team going forward. So, um, it's, you know, no one wants to see Chase Young go out, but I do think, you know, with him and Montez Sweat out, I think you may see a preview of the future of what's to come for this team's defensive line to look like in the next um, two to three years. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I agree with you, Will T, in terms of you're not going to get to pay, pay everybody, but in terms of the – of the present, I do think that in the flip side, this is something that's going to probably make could. It is not. It's not. This is not against Chase Young. So when, when, when anybody's listening to, the, to this, if I'm saying that the defense, what I'm about to say, don't don't make it sound like it's a insult to Chase Young. The defense may be better with with this happening. What I mean by that is, is that it's going to force Jack Del Rio to do certain things that he wasn't doing prior to Chase Young. You, you saw in this game. You saw in the game when Chase Young was out. You already lost Montez. Montez Sweat, um, Chase Young's out. You are you saw Jack Del Rio bring more pressure that you probably haven't seen throughout the season because he can't rely on saying, "All right, we're just going to run rush four and that's cool." You know, what I mean, we're going to get home with four. Now he knows, you know what? We're not. We may not be able to get home with four. So now we have to bring an extra or two extra dudes to get pressure because he did that with Brady. He started bringing extra pressure with Tom Brady. And typically, if you watch the game last year with them rushing four, he didn't really try to try to bring pressure. He just rushed. He just rushed the four. So to me, they got more pressure with this strategy. Um, and I think the only reason why this strategy went out, went down, was because Chase went down. So I feel like it's not. A, it really, truth be told, it's more on the coaching that they're not doing, not Chase. But I'm saying they're probably they maybe a better team because certain coaches coach better with less, which is a sad thing to say. You don't think it's attributed to the bye week, though, the extra, extra week of no, preparation? No, I, I, I think what they did was straight. Because I told you, they were getting better every week. Like, I saw this. They were getting better every week. Every week, they, their defense was getting better. To me, I felt like with the injury, I thought that it made him do certain things. It, especially when Sweat, was, when Sweat was out, I thought they were going to bring more pressure. When Chase went down, they were definitely going to bring more pressure. I agree with you. And I'm not saying that the bye week didn't help. The bye week did help. But I think it helped the team as a whole, to be honest with you. But I thought they did certain things they changed prior to the bye week, like moving Landon Collins to linebacker, letting letting Cam Curl play his natural position to safety. It's, it was certain things they did that, that improved their play going into that, going into the bye, and they probably ironed some things out. 
Mm, well, I mean, moving forward, I guess this will be a good test coming up this week. I don't know. I, I know we're going to talk about this. Uh-huh. I don't know if P.J. Walker starting. Cam is obviously not going to start. First, no, Cam's getting all the first team reps. Is he? Yes. Wow. <laughs> See, and, and you're facing a motivated Cam, which is kind of scary. Um, and I think Ron Rivera is not helping with what he's saying in the media right now. I know he's trying to we'll he's trying to, he's trying to, he's yeah. trying to hype his guy. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get but there. anyway, um, I can't say what the team will look like going forward. This was a, a good start. But like you said, it helped the whole team. The bye week I'm speaking of helped yeah. the whole team. And I, I think the whole team bought in to the extra practice time that they had and the extra film room uh, study because, again, they just looked like they were a step ahead of the Buccaneers all game, which was a good look. The Buccaneers are a bit arrogant as a coaching staff, which they should be. Yeah. Um, I love Todd Bowles, by the way, and I still feel as though, you know, you won a Super Bowl now. You hit, you created the blueprint that is now stifling the Kansas City Chiefs, even though the Chiefs beat up the Raiders. That Again, we're going to see who they are moving forward as well, but – yeah, right now, Tampa's being humble, and Will T said earlier, what does this win really mean in, in the grand scheme of things? Maybe not a whole lot. And for Tampa, of course we know that because the playoffs is all that matters once Tom Brady, yeah. you know, gets gets into the dance. So let's see what happens this week, and then that'll give us a, a more of an eye test as to what to expect without Chase Young. Although everybody said Chase Young didn't have an impact this season. Uh, I wouldn't say that just because his sack numbers are low doesn't mean he didn't have I mean, he, The man was dropping back in coverage. You see his athleticism. Yeah. It's just... I think that came down to coaching and what and and where he was being placed on the field and what he was being asked to do. Because like Glenn said on the other show, the worst thing that's happened to Chase Young in his second year is he's being coached. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like I think he's, he's overcoached. I think he's Man. just thinking. He's overthinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is it a down year for Chase Young? Yes. I mean, to be honest, stats-wise, one to have sacks for a dude that's talented is low. But I do think there's a lot of elements that play a part into that, a lot of things that play a part to that. Um, like, to me, I'll use an example. Like, Chase Young is – Way more talented than Ryan Kerrigan, like way more. And Ryan Kerrigan would luck around and get five sacks right now, by now, right? Mm. So it's not a. So it's not. I'm not saying that that Chase Young, you know, it's like I agree with you, right? Like he does so many other things than just rushing the passer. Like he's good against the run. To be honest with you, there's so many ways he impacts the football game. And they double. They, they double. Du- they double him. I mean, when you're that good, but again, I'm gonna say this: when you're that talented, though. Oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, are, are you going to double now? Are you going to have to double as much against this D-line without him being there? That's what I'm saying. Well, well you yeah. that's when you bring extra. That's what I'm saying. Well, that, 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 that's right, what right. I'm saying. It that's why help. you bring extra. That's help. why I said, like, it, it forces Jack Del Rio to do more. And also, I would say, to your point about Chase, is that the reason why his numbers went, like, to your point, like, the reason why his numbers were down was because Del Rio they put so much pressure on him and Montez to get pressure to get sacks. Going against doubles, getting chipped one on one rather than bringing pressure, making life easier for them. Mm-hmm. So I just think that now, like for Chase, this is it's on, it's on the flip side. As in, in any sport, when one is hurt, they get an opportunity <laughs> to sit, watch, and kind of hope to get better from that, and like try to work on their craft and become a better football player or whatever sports you're in. So when you get injured, injured, you have an opportunity to sit and watch and try to get better. Real quick, let me ask: What has the reaction been largely? I know you follow a lot of the fans on Twitter and social media uh-huh. because people were so mad at him about him saying money. I had to make money when oh, they yeah, were at, yeah, yeah. I'm So saying, I'm, I'm wondering, are, are people really... Not I'm, hating, but I'm saying what I, I'm not hating. But I'm, I'm just saying, be, so how are people receiving this news that he's going to be out for the season? They because, feel bad for him. Okay. They feel bad. They're not right. evil. They're not evil. I was going to say because he's been getting bashed about, you know, those recent comments. I mean, those comments. The million dollar man. So what, Will, did you, Will, did you hear the comments? Money, money, money. I ain't say it right. Will, you hear the comment? <laughs> no. No, I did not. All right, so Chase, what it was is... So what it is like Chase was missing practice, but missing practice for commercials. Oh. He was missing practice. He was missing camp for commercials, and 
he was like, yo, what you expect? Like, it's they paying me. It's money. Like, like what you expect? You would do it too. I agree. Like, I actually agree. I'm just saying so, you don't say uh, it. So like, me, you don't so say what, it. Was it, was it, was it like training camp? It's camp. Or was it like I actual say mini, practice? I, think, I want to say it was like camp, like training mini camp, like mini camps and stuff like that. But the issue, but you know, the, the like the optics though, Will, right? Like, you know how optics I are. I don't care. Look, look, look. I don't care about the optics. Yeah. You don't get paid to go to mini camp. Yeah, I feel you, bro. You but listen, I know. Look, I, I, again, I agree. But the, if you have a, a, if you have one sack so far in a year, and then people think that then now the, the look is, dude, you ain't working on your craft to be that guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you were having five, if you had five sacks or, you know, five sacks, nobody you know would what? care. This is, this is the one thing I hate about sports fans in yeah. general. They yeah, it's so sanctimonious, <laughs> right? Like, no, seriously. That's right. I seriously. agree with you. I agree. I'm, I know. No, they get so sanctimonious. You know, like all of us, everyone, most of us are professionals. All of us have a job. Uh-huh. Our job is our craft. Uh-huh. I know people who during the work hours, they do things that are not pertaining to their craft that don't necessarily bring them money. Right. So why is it that we put the onus on athletes to, you got to perfect your craft. You got to, you got to do all this. But when us, the common man doesn't do the, does, doesn't do the, the, the as much to perfect the, their craft on their job. Ah, well, just makes me sick. (laughs) They don't have the common job, Will. That's why there's not millions of people coming to watch us do this right now. And our numbers, if if our numbers were low and we had a lot of people investing into this, they'd be pissed off with us. Period. (laughs) If somebody said we're going to invest into the urban sports scene, a lot of money because we believe you guys are dope, and then we don't produce, of course we're going to get criticized, especially if we're doing other things instead of working on this. So I'm okay with it. I don't necessarily agree with it, and I hear where you're coming from. But at the same time, I understand where, where fans are coming from. And it doesn't look good. It yeah. doesn't. It does, Like right now in college, now we got the name, image, and likeness deals. Clemson's struggling this year. Their quarterback. Oh, yeah, do it. DJ, I can't say his last name. I ain't going to try. Ukulele. Yeah, I, I know. Like he's like okay. He's, got doctor, he's on Dr. Pepper commercials, and he's a good dude. I, 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 I watched him in high school. I lied to you not. But he's getting paid right now. He's not playing well. He doesn't even look like he's going to be drafted. Not anytime soon. Right. So I'm just saying in sports, you know, just like when people talk about, oh, man, athletes are expected this and they are and they're expected to do that. They're expected to do interviews. And da, da, da. Of course they are. I mean, hey, it's it's not the same job as us. They are, again, in a results based business. And I know we all do to some degree. But at the same time, I don't think you can compare the two. But regardless, Chase being hurt may benefit him. Like Wole said, from the standpoint, he can watch now. And maybe he'll come back a better player. Hopefully, physically, he'll come back, you know, in better shape. Because a lot of people say when you tear ACL, if you work hard, you'll come back better. Oh, meaner. You'd be meaner. Yeah. Like, definitely meaner. Stronger. All right, yeah. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene, part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. So, Sunday, Coach Rivera goes back to Carolina and coaches against his former team, the Carolina Panthers. He's also going against his former quarterback, Cam Newton. How important do you think this game is to Coach Rivera? Go ahead. Well, my bad. I, I, it's I, good. I, I no, no, go ahead. That's that your bad. It's not yeah. your bad, sir. Keep going, no, sir. No, I, I, <laughs> you know, he, he, he'll say that it's not important to him. Mm-hmm. But look, all of us want to, if someone lets you go, they didn't believe in you, and then you have an opportunity to face them again. It's human nature that you're going to want to go out and you're going to want to dominate them. Yeah. 
right? Uh-huh. He's going, he's, he, this, this will probably, this may be, I'm not going to say probably, this may be one of the, the most, one of the weeks where Ron Rivera is most tuned in, most focused, right? Yeah. He, you know, his team's coming off of what's perceived or what is a huge victory against Tampa Bay at home. Defending Super Bowl champions, you're three and six. Um, you have an opportunity to get back to four and six and start to get some momentum. And you play against your former team, the team that fired you, that didn't believe in you, um, a team that you took to the Super Bowl, a team that you um, helped to revive um, that franchise, for lack of a better word. Of course, it's a big game for him, and I think he's gonna, um, you know, but some of his comments that he said this week, you know, as far as you know, he's had some, he's got some tricks up his sleeve for, you know, for if he ever had to face Cam Newton. So he has some things that in mind that he that he believes can stop Cam. So yeah, it, this is a big week for him. I think it's an important week for him. To be real, and I and I, I hear what you're saying, and I respect it all because it's true, and especially the reports that Matt Rule has been just a good teacher. It's been a lot of just positive news about Matt Rule and who uh-huh. he's been to that, that yeah. organization. It's been refreshing to see this change and that change. Of course, there's going to be some motivation. But for real, every game for Washington is important from this point on. You dug yourself in such a hole that you cannot, you can't take any weeks off. Uh-huh. You have to win, and you have to win now. Because think about this. You have your big division games coming up. You want to win these important conference games as well. So I don't care if it was the, the Falcons this week. Dude, you need this game. You cannot go to 3-7. and seven. And still have hopes to make the playoffs. Right now, they still got a shot. I thought he was. I thought this is like a rebuild. I thought Coach Rivera wasn't talking about. I thought every game was a lesson. Like I didn't think we're talking about. Oh, it's it's. Oh, we're talking about like this is a playoff type of thing, dude. I thought he. I'm just saying from the reports prior last to year, when, last year. Yeah. Last year, yeah, he said. According to like, experience. I thought according to before the Tampa game, it was. Oh, this is about you. You believe building. everything he says? No, I know you. I'm don't. just oh, I'm no. just playing playing oh. devil's advocate here. I'm just I'm just saying like according to this dude, this dude nah, is like bro. every game is a learning experience. So I, to me, like if he's gonna go with that thought process, if this is probably be the game that he cares about the most because it's all about Ooh, Cam. Crap. It's the, okay. it's the narrative of you going against Cam, you going against, you know, like you said, rule, everybody talking tight about rule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's even the narrative, like the whole idea of, dude, you didn't sign Cam because you felt like all, because Cam's always been linked to you. He's been linked to this organization about should they bring him in with the quarterback player. So you want to make sure that this quarterback looks bad against you. Every, like you don't want him looking good against you. Everything that you, that, that happens after this game will, will be my, I know, bro. I seriously, I'm an Atlanta fan, and, and <laughs> Dan Quinn was real extra after that game. And I'm like, wow, really? Like, he has hard feelings? Like, dude. Mm-hmm. You, you mean it all comes out, yeah, after the game. So so what he says before means nothing. And mm-hmm. with 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 uh, Rivera right now, dude, I just can't trust what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I really can't believe what he's saying because he gives mixed messages. One, all the one, time. one week it's a rebuild. The next week they're trying to make the playoffs. <laughs> but, again, I'm an Atlanta fan. The Atlanta Falcons were sitting in the last playoff spot before they got whooped by Dallas. Yeah. And Washington's one game behind them. Dude, it's not over yet. The season I'm asking, is far from over. I'm not arguing, so, I'm arguing that point. And, and last season, when he saw that there was a chance to make the playoffs, he pushed for it. Then he regretted it because they were getting – Then he regretted it because they were taking That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what he is. So, like I, don't know, I don't know what he's doing. But I, I, I just believe that no matter who you're playing, forget the Panthers, forget the past. Dude, you have to win and win now, no matter who, you, who you're playing these next couple weeks. Man, he a funny dude, bro. He a funny dude. All right, so like I mentioned, you know, so Washington – 
had the opportunity. I mentioned the Washington Cam Newton stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I no mentioned doubt. all that, all that. So on social media, um, about if if Cam puts up numbers against forget wins and losses, Cam puts up a good a good showing against Washington. Does that make Coach Rivera look bad? Like, does that make him? Dang on right. He, <laughs> he, they have botched. They being the Washington Football team has botched the personnel issues mm. throughout the course of the year. You have all this talent on defense that hasn't performed. You signed Blewett out of nowhere. You cut Dustin Hopkins when you said you weren't. <laughs> Dude, you signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. You didn't draft a quarterback. Yo, they did not trade up to get Michael Parsons. There's been a lot of questionable decisions by Ron Rivera. He drafted Bates. Why? And Cheeseman. He used two draft picks on when he could have got he could have signed them later. I ain't saying nothing. Yo, so yep. this is gonna be the icing on the cake if Cam comes in and kill and I'm hoping he does. Even though I like Washington, but I, I'm rooting for Cam just because the, the league forced this man to get vaccinated just so he could do a job. So I'm, I'm going to root for – this man made an announcement. I'm surprised he didn't do a LeBron type of decision like, hey, got the vaccination. It's crazy that, that all that this dude has been through, like he's gotten criticized. And, and, and Josh Gordon always has a job. Seriously. Facts, dog. Facts. Josh Gordon ain't producing, but he always has a job. OBJ is getting criticized. He's getting killed in the media for one game with the Rams. But Josh Gordon has a job all the time. <laughs> but Cam seems to be this villain. When man, why? And Cam went. Cam was. I mean, he was an MVP. Come on, dude. An MVP so, gets the charities. All this nothing stuff, against bro. Washington. I'm rooting for Cam, and somebody oh, plays against Atlanta. Will, what, about, what do you think? Is it a bad look on Coach Rivera if Cam has a, a good showing? Absolutely, it mm-hmm. is. It's a, yeah. I mean, Cam Cam Newton is essentially. Uh, you know, he's not any just. He's no regular quarterback Thank off you. the street, but Cam <laughs> Newton. Is a guy who's just coming off of the street um, and had, what, two weeks to prepare, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And here you are, Coach Rivera. Um, you've had some you had some struggles at the quarterback position. You wouldn't even give this guy an opportunity to come Sorry, in and, and try out. Uh-huh. And if Cam Newton goes out there, he looks like, you know, um, from an efficiency standpoint, yeah. um, looks like Cam Newton, you know, during the, you know, towards the end of his career where he's completing like 60-70% of his passes uh-huh. and he's also able to um, run and make plays with his leg. You know, and this and this team has had some, you know, they've had some issues with guys who can break the pocket, yeah. you know, and extend Good the point. play. Good point. It's, you know, it's a recipe for disaster to me for, for Washington, but I've been wrong before, so, you know. Nah, very good point. Who knows? So on Twitter, um, at that Coastal Cat said, yes, uh, he, um, he tweeted, "Yes, uh, should all be should all be fired if they lose." Da's wow. tweeted, "Nah, I don't think so. Even even though Heineke ain't the guy, he hasn't been the lowest spot for the team. The the fact that Ron <laughs> never jumped at the chance to sign Cam should have let everyone know that they don't rock like that, and that's fine." Uh, on yeah, Facebook, that's why Cam's becoming more motivated. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> on Facebook, George posted tremendously. He said, "You have, <laughs> you can I have, you can have, you can have every guy on the team that used to be on the Panthers, but not the, but not the QB, especially in favor of the QBs mm. we've got." Perfect. Uh, on uh, on our Urban Sports and Instagram page, we posted tough call. Can Cam win a way other than his way? Can he win his way and still be available? Maybe in week two, Rivera felt he had more options. Um, I've like I stated this before. We about to go to break, but I stated this before. Like, dude, if I'm – Rivera brought all the dudes from Carolina, and most of them dudes were done or backups. 
He brought Tommy Davis, a guy he coached in Carolina, but Tommy Davis was on his last leg. And I loved it, but Tommy Davis was good in Carolina, but he was on his last leg. Um, you got the backup quarterback in Kyle Allen. And, you know, you got – you brought in – You know what I'm saying? You brought in Scott Turner, who was a quarterback, co- a quarterback coach and made him to an offensive coordinator. But the one dude that, got, that, you, that you won with in your whole career, you couldn't bring him in an event men deal. Like the one dude. You couldn't even bring him on a cheap deal. And he and he would have made less than Fitzpatrick. See, again, I, I'm not going to bash Rivera only – well, see, I'm bashing Rivera because of the culmination of his decision. Yeah. However, just to be quick because I know we're taking a break. Yeah. Yo, think about this. If he would have brought Cam Newton into this organization, just like we talked about if Deshaun Watson would have been traded for, yeah. it would have been a circus on top of what you're already dealing with. That's the that, I think that was the biggest detractor. Oh. It's, but you know what? But it shouldn't be a it circus. It shouldn't be a circus because, it is, to though. your point, I know what you're saying, but like you said early, it's not like he's freaking Josh Gordon. <laughs> and I like Josh. I've, I've always root for Josh Gordon, but it's not like he's Josh Gordon. You, I mean, of course. You know what I'm saying? It's just the media picks and choose. Yeah, they, they pick what they pick want. Him, yeah, man. so that's the, that's the issue. And, and, and Cam is, he, he, he's just, he's, he's polarizing. Yeah, because well, he's, well, it is what it is. He got swagger. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, and yeah, it is. Will T watches YouTube channel. Don't you, Will? He got a YouTube channel? Cam got a YouTube channel? Yeah, Will nah, T, the one who told me to watch the outdoor interview with his pops and all that when he was talking about, you know, just why he wasn't in the league. Remember that, Will? Wasn't that you that told me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I don't watch his YouTube channel per se. I watch that interview. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, you can take us a break now. My bad, Will. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Porter Crawford goes down sat. Porter versus Crawford goes down Saturday. We'll talk about the fight after the break. It's the Urban Sports Team. For ages. You dig? Doses. On Empire Media. EmpireMedia.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Ellen Cool J with a triumphant comeback. More so But tonight, don't call it a comeback. Listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T, Ray Jeezy, and myself, Wole, part of Ampire Media at ampiremedia.com. All right, 
Sat- this Saturday, Terrence Bud Crawford defends his WBO welterweight title against Showtime Sean Porter. How excited are you all about this fight? Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about the fight, but I'm disappointed with the promotion of the fight. That's yeah, I know. Sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, the, I mean, yeah, the, this fight is on arguably the biggest sports network in the world, ESPN. Um, it's going to be a pay-per-view fight. Um, ESPN, you know, naturally, you know, has millions of sports fans tune into the fight. Um, I've watched, you know, I don't watch ESPN as much as I used to, but I watch it for, you know, uh-huh. college football and college basketball. And I, and I haven't seen, I've only seen one promo for this fight. And that was during, um, Monday night football yesterday. And that was on ESPN two on the Manning, uh, on the Manning, uh, cast. Oh, they're not blasting on ESPN like that? They're not. For commercials or not? They're not, not doing that? Not that I've, not that I've seen. Uh. But then again, I, I will say not that I've seen, but then again, I don't watch a lot of ESPN. Uh, okay. uh, I watch it enough to watch games. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited about this fight. Um, this will be the the public's perceived step up in competition for Terrence Bud Crawford um, against uh, Sean Showtime Porter. You know, Sean Showtime Porter is a guy who's been in, you know, with some of the with, you know, all of the, probably all of the best at 147. Uh-huh. He's been in um, with Keith Thurman. He's been in um, with uh, Errol Spence Jr. So he, he he's a guy who has some names on his resume. And all of the fights that he's fought, he's given every guy a very tough time. Um, but um, Terrence Bud Crawford, I think, is a, is a whole other animal. He's a guy who can fight any style. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, how Bud deals with uh, Sean Porter's kind of aggressive come forward with his head down style and, um, you know, and what, what how he counters that, right? Does he try to stay on the inside and fight, um, fight Sean Porter or does he, you know, um, create space by using it, by using a hook to, you know, by, by jab, stand behind the jab and using his hook. Um, whenever Porter tries to come in straight, um, come in straight with down or, um, straight without you behind the punch. I'm, I'm excited for the fight. Um, you know, looking forward to it this Saturday. So we're at the age where we remember and we also miss HBO boxing. Would y'all agree <laughs> yes, with me, right? Yes, we all miss it. Okay. <laughs> and HBO was a trendsetter. They, yes. they started what's called 24-7. Now I got my phone right in front of me because you know Showtime has what's called all access, oh, which yeah. uh, Tank always produces good all access, yeah. which is I'm gonna just it's twenty four seven. That's what it is. Yeah, Mayweather. Top has Rank has their version too. It's called Blood, Sweat, and Tears. They've had two episodes so far to promote this fight, and if you watch those episodes, in my opinion, Bud is presenting as the fighter that has way more pressure on him yeah. because all he keeps talking about is this is my best opponent on, on paper. But I told Sean because we rock that I wanted to fight Spence. I didn't want to fight him. Yeah. So he admits that he didn't want to fight Sean because he was going for a bigger fight. And he keeps talking about, oh, well, Sean is my biggest opponent, but Victor Postel was supposed to be my biggest opponent. Uh, mean Machine was supposed to be my biggest opponent. Kel Brook was supposed to be my hardest opponent. I always make these dudes look easy, and I'm going to do the same thing to Sean Porter. Right. But the fact that you keep dwelling on the fact that this guy has the resume that you don't, 
says to me that you're going to be thinking a lot going into this fight. I'm hoping he doesn't overthink. He just lets his hands go because he's that talented, of course. But Sean Porter's like all the pressure's on him because everybody know that he ain't fought nobody. Yeah, it's <laughs> and a fact. He, and he's going to have a hard time now trying to well, well. trying to fight a pressure fighter like myself and in, in, in a situation that he's never been in before. Yeah, and that's, I mean, one, one Bud is elite. I think everybody knows that. He's elite, man. Bud is elite talent. But for some strange reason, everybody, everybody says the same thing about Sean Porter when I'm in this aspect. They always say, like, they're going to make him do different. And it always ends being his kind of fight. Regardless of the outcome, it's always his kind of fight. It's a different animal when you get into the ring with a dude that just want to go, that just wants to get in the box with you and, cra- and cradle you up and just makes, and make it a war. Like, that's what he wants to do. And he has a chin, which I've gotten people who tweeted, like, he's going to get knocked out. I'm like, bruh, like, this dude got a serious he chin. He out. don't get knocked. If you relying on, if you think that, if you're, if you're banking that Bud's is going to knock him out, it ain't going to be easy. Like, this dude's chin is real. Like, this is not an average chin. So, it's just like, when you go into Sean Taylor, I just hope Bud knows that he's going into a war. Like, not thinking that, you know what, going southpaw and all that. Like, just be prepared. Like, this is going to be a war. Because, like, ideally, I remember watching, when, when not watching, but when we were breaking down Spence and Porter. And I was saying to myself, yeah, this should be an easier fight for Porter. Because Spence likes to crowd you. I mean, Bud, I mean, um, Porter likes to crowd you. And Spence likes to go to the body. I'm like, that's he, that's good work. Like that, he can get you because you're gonna get in close quarters with Porter, but to the body. He kept coming forward. He kept coming forward. Yeah, he did, it didn't matter. And and arguably, we can both say that we think that Spencer's hits harder than, than 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 Bud, right? That's fair to say. So I'm just saying, like, I just think Bud is faster. He's faster. No so, hands down, he's so, faster. See that? That's the thing. Bud can win a decision. Yeah, he can. Oh, easily. I, I think he can win a decision. Win I'm a decision. not knocking that. And the concern for me is if. If Bud loses this fight, it's going to mess up the whole division. Because it's just like when Usyk beat Joshua. It's like, oh, now it's going to be no Joshua Fury. Yeah. Joshua Fury is supposed to be the biggest fight in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if Sean Porter beats, um, turns Bud Crawford, then where does, where does Sean Porter go from here? He's already lost his Spence. You want to see them running back? Nah, no, I don't. I don't yeah, yeah, exactly. It's already done. But if, not. if Terrence wins and he leaves top rank for just the stuff that we were talking about, top rank just doesn't like, the way he promotes himself yeah. and vice versa, it affects the relationship. Where do we go? I'm hoping that turns. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Bud, no, hope Bud wins. So that way, yeah. eventually, we, we're going to have to see Bud and, and, and Earl. Earl. Although Ugas has earned the right to fight one of them too. Yeah. And Ugas is good and he's entertaining and he can beat anybody, I think, on any that, given that day. That would probably be Porter. Porter probably, he did beat a buddy. He, he did beat. He, he did. Ugas beat he Porter for already. Yeah. But Porter won. But yeah, I mean, by technically, technically Ugas had that fight. Well, so, so we'll. Do you, do you, do you think that does any does Porter hold any challenges for Bud like from your point of view? Yes, or, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. Look, he, his aggressive style. Look, Sean Porter is a legit one hundred forty-seven pound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Porter's ability to come forward and what people often don't give Sean Porter credit for is box. yes, his boxing yeah. skill. His ability, even though, yes, he comes forward, but when he comes forward and he gets on the inside, he tends to pivot. Uh-huh. When he pivots, he tries to, he finds angles to go to the body and cr- it creates opportunities to go to the body. Um, specifically, you know, hitting, you know, um, you know, the abdominal area and also, um, in, in the ribs. And also he's, in, in occasion, he's able to, you know, hit a, hit a, um, you know, on the side, hit a, a box on the lat and that, you know, that often creates, excuse me, 
<clears throat> lactic acid in the muscle, which create makes it harder for boxers to throw punches. You know, if he keeps hitting you on the lat and hitting you in the back, um, you know, on the lat on the lat on the lat area, um, when he's on your side. So yes, he he stylistically he, pre- he presents um, opposition for Bud, but um, I think you know. As with most of the time, with Sean Porter's in with one of these elite guys, you know these got you know um, these guys often find a way to you know get create that one up that one off opportunity to you know mm-hmm. just get slightly ahead on the card and win the fight. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen on Saturday. Uh, going the distance though may not be the best thing for Bud either. If you watch him in some past fights, um, like Gamboa, Gamboa, Gamboa is much smaller. To me, he looked he looked tired down the stretch. Even though, of course, he was the bigger fighter and he's the more skilled fighter, and eventually he closed the show. But he also Benavidez, same thing. He ended up going to di- almost going to distance. Of course, he knocked him out late. But again, we're we're talking about Sean Porter. That's <laughs> Sean different. Porter. Sean Porter can can fight two fights in one night, yeah. and, and and still be all right. Um, I'm just go ahead, go ahead. I just this is a this is a scary fight for Bud. It really I is. think so. I I don't like the. And Will, I mean, Will, I, I like Will's prediction of what he's what he's talking about. But I've been on Twitter, have conversations with my homies. Yeah. I don't like the way they just showing, they acting like Sean Taylor is going to be, I mean, Sean Porter is going to be, it's, it's easy work. It's not easy work, man. It, it is, it is, it is such a challenge. Like, I know people bump with Bud because he is skilled. Like, he's super skilled. He's fast. He has power on both side, both hands. Um, he can switch. I mean, he's a tactician in the ring. You know, he can, he can switch to Southpaw. There's so many good things that he can do in the ring. But something about you when you're going to get Sean Porter in the ring, it don't even matter. Like, he could take away – you just got to be willing to go to war. Like, there's certain things you can do to – like, even Earl. Like, we watched the, the Earl fight. Earl had to catch him for it to kind of be in doubt, like, to be doubt. Like, to be like, oh, he won. He had to catch it's him. still a split decision. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying. He had to catch him. For, for Look like Earl got it. You know what I'm saying? He had to catch him. This dude, he, he mucks up the fight. It's hard to it's hard to judge cards with him. It's, it's a lot that makes it difficult to really judge us a Porter fight. And if you don't knock him out, if you don't knock him down, you're really. I mean, I feel like Bud will win if it goes a distance because you, you have to have him win, and even if it's if, if it's close. You, Bud will win, mm-hmm. but you don't want to put that in the air. Like you don't want to put that in the air. You don't put that. You don't want to put that chance out there. If he stops him, though, to me, he's legitimized himself as yes, number as, two. Yeah, number Chambers, two. Number two. Canelo yeah. is clearly number, clear number one. one. Yeah, but I agree. He, he, he's he's going to solidify a number two spot in the pound for pound rankings. But before he fought Kell Brook, but he said, "I don't care about the pound for pound rankings. I didn't come up with that. I'm just here to fight and show you what I can do." But now him and his whole team are fixated on pound for pound on proving that they can beat the before before Bud fought Kell Brook. He using Kell Brook as a barometer. No, but he didn't seem like he cared as much uh, as what people were saying. But now yeah. he's focused on yeah. oh, this is my toughest fight, this is my toughest opponent, while emphasizing that people have ducked him his whole career, which is not true. Although I don't like the it. whole sixty forty, just take the fifty fifty and fight each other. I don't care. But yeah. anyway, the point is this is. At least on paper, it's tough as hell, and, and, and we're all, like, nervous. Yeah. It sounds like nobody is confident that – like, Kell Brook, we knew Bud was going to get him out of this. Yeah, and even if you look at it before the knock – I mean, if you look at the rounds earlier, before he knocked this Bud out, like, Kell – it was competitive, which is – Kell Brook took but, – But Kell Brook is, is, is a talented boxer, too. Kell Brook was – He just beat up. He just done. Though. He's just done. Yeah. He's beat up. He's done. He fought Amir Khan, too, years after Amir Khan was in his prime. 
third. Like I'm saying, like it just this is the, this is the first person he's fighting, and and Sean Porter still at the top of his game too. That's another thing. Yeah, I, I, no I, one's. Gonna, yeah. I'm not taking. I would yeah. if he if he beats a Porter. I'm not taking this away from. Uh, but this is the fight. You know, this is the fight that I've wanted to see him. Last I think this, fight on top this, right yeah. too. This is this is. Oh, is this a, official? This is his last fight for real. Well, his contract expires. He ain't renewed yet, from what uh, I heard. I, although, according to some boxing um, analysts and experts. He could have already signed a secret extension, and we won't know until right. afterwards. But right now, Bob Merrim, who he's not my favorite promoter, but he's real. Mm. He speaks his mind. Yeah, he does speak his mind. So he right now doesn't <laughs> seem to be too happy with how his money's been invested into Bud's career because Bud doesn't want to do anything but, but box, and that's it. And he's like, dude, come on, man. You want to be Floyd? You got to act like Floyd. Yeah. So before we go to break, I'm gonna start with you, uh, Will T. Mm-hmm. I mean, Will's yours predicted, but you got you have it going the distance. No, I, I have Bud winning by a late round stoppage. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, right. How you have it? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm just I'm a now again. I, I'm not a boxing expert. I won't brag if I get it right, and I won't say anything like I got it wrong. I but I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take Porter. By decision, by split decision. That's I want to pick Porter. Like I want to pick Porter too. Like I, mean, I want to. Like I Bud want is, to. Bud to me is the easy choice for me personally. Yeah, I just so if I pick Bud, I'm not showing any type of yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be trying to be real. I think uh, Porter's gonna get a split decision. I think Porter is good. I think it's gonna be super tight. Like I think it's gonna be real tight. I, don't know, I, don't I know think it's a split decision. I think Bud wins by a split. Um, but I would not be surprised. If, like surprised if Bud um. Can skill can skill be really will. Be, be will? will. That's, That's what, what I'm wondering. That's because I think if once it goes past like the sixth or seventh round, and Porter is still doing that thing, forward, I'm saying, That's I think different. Bud is going to be exhausted. This is my thing with the whole this fight. It's just we all believe that iron sharpens iron, <laughs> right? That's I mean it's a factual statement. Now, there's no knock on whoever competition, whatever, but it's just a resume alone. Arguably, I think that I look at looking at Porter's resume, and this is any boxer. Other than Canelo, I think his resume is probably the second in terms of active boxer, the second best Sean resume. Porter. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Here's like, thing: the iron sharpens iron is a good argument, but how elite is Bud? That's what I want to know because Caleb Plant is a really good boxer, but against Canelo, he had no shot, no chance at all. He's he, not ne- Canelo, he never yeah, looked. Canelo's right, different. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that, well, see, if Bud is considered to be at the top of the pound for pound list, then he needs to show that he's that in another class uh, than Sean Porter. Well, Canelo on a different like. <laughs> Stratosphere. I'm be real, like yeah, but, we talk as connect. But, all right, so to the point of Will, people who had look, y'all, y'all, we, we, bro, bro, we talk about Will. Like Caleb Plant is probably a better boxer than Canelo. Real talk, Canelo's Will is like, dude, I'm gonna walk you down. I'm gonna punish you. Like I'm gonna hit your body. Easy. Canelo was hurting him on limited punches, bro. <laughs> did you see? Did you see when when the sound was amplified and Caleb Plant was talking? To yeah, him? I heard. Damn good. <laughs> <laughs> that right there says a lot. He want that respect. But also, this fight is not in Nebraska. This is going to be a good. It's going to be a good fight because those Nebraska fights annoy me. So I know, bad. bro. It's going to be a good fight. But I get it. I, it's going mean, to be a good fight. I get it. I get All right, so on Twitter, man. Um, I got Porter though. Jack, yeah, I got. I got oh, who did you pick? I said Bud. I said Bud. Oh, okay. Split decision. Okay. I, I want to pick Porter. No, I scared me. Don't make money. I'm gonna pick Porter. Porter split. Yeah, see who Johnny's picking. We gonna go to the opposite. I know we go out. They, Johnny, they change up. But I think Johnny's going with Porter. Uh-huh. I think. <laughs> no, Johnny going with Bud. Oh, okay. I think good, he going Bud. Good. All right, so <laughs> Jackson Ray. <laughs> hey, Jackson Ray on Twitter uh, tweeted. Uh, he has Crawford. He said uh, he's levels above everyone else. See, that's what Boxing IQ, uh, movement, footwork, switch, uh, switch hitter. Boxing, um, power in both hands, and he's a killer. KO by the sixth round. See what I'm talking about, people? Ooh. Sixth round. 
My man said a six round. He didn't even get Gamboa out in the sixth round. He didn't Bruh. get Benavidez out in the man, sixth round. Look. He don't. He don't. I mean, so, Kelbrook he knocked out early, but yeah. Bud usually. I mean, the Burns fight he, that he went the distance. His fights aren't. That's what I'm he saying. He punish you it, though. He'll punish it, you though. Oh, He'll I mean, you, no. again, that's why I think he can win on points because he's going to he's going to land punches. Oh, he's, he's so fast. He definitely, man. He definitely. All right, are the Wizards viable championship contenders? We'll, we'll debate this after the break. You're listening to the Champ- Urban Sports Championships Aim. for ages. You did deuces. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T, Ray Jeezy, and myself, Will Lay, part of Ampire Media. That's at ampiremedia.com. All right, the Washington Wizards are 10 and 3 and are currently the number one team, number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Are the Wizards actual contenders to get out of the East? <laughs> Who are you starting with? Who's starting with you? Start with Will, man. Go start with Will, man. To get out of the East? To get out of the East. You know what I mean? <laughs> to get to the ch- get to the finals. Are they contenders? Um, contenders. No. 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 I don't. I don't think they can I don't think they can make it out of the East. Mm-hmm. I think this is a team that could, you know, the way they're playing, they could contend for one of the top four playoff spots. Uh-huh. Um, which I didn't expect uh mm-hmm. coming into the season. But um, to make it out of the East, look, this is a team that, you know, that, that they have um, inconsistent nights from guys not named Bradley Beal. And to make it out of the East, you need a guy that you can consistently say will go and get you a bucket at crunch time. Spencer Dinwiddie looks like that thus far in the, to the season. Montrez Harrell looks like a guy who can go get you buckets, but we all know in a seven-game playoff series where coaches' staffs have the time to really scout a team and they can focus and take away what you do best. Um, I think the, this Wizards team will struggle with that aspect, but during the season, I, I do think this is a team that could win um, 50 games. Did you see how they closed the Cleveland game? Did you watch it? I did. And you saw that play that was drawn up, and Brad drew the attention, and he kicked it out, open three. 
that's the type of stuff I think that teams won't be as easy be able to easy game easier. Uh, how much I say have an easy type game plan for? Yeah, the plan for in comparison to last season. That's that's what I love about this year. I know we just thirteen games in, and injuries can play a role. There's a lot that could change. You know, um, it's a long season. It's a long season to go. Like Will, you said that to start the show, and I totally agree with that. But the changes have been, I'm going to say it again, refreshing. For example, Coach Unsell, he switches out offense and defense. Like, with Brooks, it didn't matter who was on the floor. They were going to stay on the floor if they could shoot. Yes. If Neto, if he felt like Neto was the best option in terms of getting open looks, Bertans, they're going to stay on the floor, even though Bertans was checking Kevin Durant. It's like, come on, man. Versus you'll see Denny and Davis be switched out, at least when Davis was playing. And right now, another aspect I love is that players are earning playing time. They're earning their keep. Troy Brown last season, he said it best. I don't know my role. There's some games I play well. I think I earned some playing time. Next game, I'm going to be a DMP. The next several games. So I can establish a rhythm versus Aaron Holiday's earned playing time. Kuz. Hachimura, good luck getting your spot back. Facts. How you going to take, how you going to take Kuz out of the starting lineup? Um, you mentioned Dinwiddie. Of course, uh, Avdi, Avdi, last right. night was his coming out party. He looked like Ku coach on offense, by the way. <laughs> but he's, he's got to finish strong at the rim. But other than that, he's growing. He's developing. And he's got the size. He's playing. I mean, and he, he's he strapping. Put, he put up the X. He's strapping. After, and he's playing with attitude. He's strapping with attitude. He, he put up the X last night. Yeah, and he was playing with a lot of fouls at the end of that game. Brandon Ingram, he, he, yeah, hey, work. strapped. He so work. it's a lot. It's just a better energy around the team. And it shows, um, again, long term. If Trez stays healthy, that's going to be key. Can he receive an award? What award can he get? Comeback player, even though technically he's not coming back from injury? I don't know. But No, I mean, I, I think But I didn't answer your question, though. Go ahead. No. What? Can uh, they be contenders for the can, finals? Can, can, no. To get past, to get through the East? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think so. All right, so this is the thing. We're going, I'm going I'm to I'm list and the team. And that's not their goal. Uh, it's not, but I'm going to list the teams. The only team... I mean, Currently. right. I mean, obviously, the defenders. You you got to respect the defending champs. They're struggling right now. You got to give them respect. They're though. not even in the play. They're right playing now. right now. Um, but you won't give them respect though, because they 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 the defending champions. What did you draw them first round? You're huh? in trouble. You draw yeah. them first round. Yeah, I mean, nobody want to get. Go ahead though. My bad. Um, you got obviously the Nets, who 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 are dangerous. But you don't know Kyrie coming back. I don't know if they're gonna be healthy. Either. You don't know. You don't know. It's the same. It kind of. It's like to me, it's the what if the what the what if effect. You know what I'm saying? Though we all, I think everybody in this, in, you know, everybody on this show. Has a lot of respect for Chris Paul and Woody, and we we thought that the sense would be a lot better, but a lot of people didn't think the sense were going to go to the NBA Finals. No one graduate. A lot, a lot of folks didn't graduate them to the to, to contender status. Not just and we all respect Chris Paul and can say that we he's that type of leader that can get you to you know get you to a certain can get you a level like that. But a lot of folks, if you if you ask somebody to say, will the Suns make it to the NBA Finals? You would say no. I'm looking at this Wizards team, the way they're coached. Because to me, to me, they, they're coached right now by one of young, the best young coaches so far. I know it's early, but I'll say it. One of, from what I've seen in terms of watching a basketball game, this team is coached well. Like the Wizards are coached well, and and it's not just comparing it to what we saw last season though. It was, it was atrocious last season, but just of watching, like Ray mentioned, the, that game winning play that you you obviously coached that up to Bradley Bill to say, you know what, you don't have to be the dude to take the shot. You can be a decoy. And you can trust your teammate in Kyle Kuzma to knock that three down. Mm-hmm. Like there's things that you can see. That's that to me builds winning a winning culture. The Atlanta Hawks went to the Eastern Conference Finals. No one thought that. Like you know what I mean. Like so to me, I think this team has a shot. There's about other than again the Nets because they got their matchup issues because you got 
folks, the Nets and the the the, the Bucks, everybody else, the Wizards can compete with. Everybody else, I think, from, I think everybody, Miami, Miami's Miami's a team that scares they're me. They're scared, but and, and but you can and, and a healthy Philly team. Yeah, but you're not gonna probably have Ben Simmons. You gonna have you have to have Ben Simmons for, for to me. You're gonna have to have a, a a locked in Ben Simmons for the Philly for the Sixers to be what they need to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like it's not. I feel like yeah. I'm just do I think if I take the odds, will the Wizards make it to the finals? No, I don't believe the Wizards will make it to the finals. Do I think they're contenders? I think they have a shot. Like they have a shot. Hmm. A long playoff run. Will T pointed out the obvious, which in a series, coaches have more time to prepare yeah. for their opponent. And you have one of the better ones, though. Like, and, right. And you and, have one of the and, better and ones. And it'll be uncharted territory for Bradley Beal, who is the leader of this team, to make a deep playoff run. He's never made a deep playoff run because of injuries largely to the, to the team. So it will be new for him, but that's what his goal is this year to lead this team to a deep playoff run, not the finals. But can they contend? If they go in with the attitude, like number one seed in the East, that would be dope, but at the same time, they could draw a matchup that could, like the Pacers, for example, or the Bucks, as the as the standings currently sit, the or the Hornets, and and it could be a very competitive series because they're not head and shoulders better. Like let's say Brooklyn, when Brooklyn's good, they're better than everybody. Everybody, yeah, that's you know? what I'm saying. Like so, that, that's I think that's where I'm coming from. I I feel like I just feel like Will. I mean, Will, you at the floor. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just feel like they're. I mean, other. I think. It's, I mean, I guess you could jump the Sixers in there. Now I think about it, but the, the about, Wizards are small to me. They're small. They are and small. That, that but I feel them. like once Violet they get, hurt them like but that. when they get healthy, because you mentioned like not even having Rui, Bradley, but they winning games without they their quote unquote their best player. But they play so well as a team. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. It's like playing team basketball. Like we forget. Like if you play team basketball, you can get a lot further. Like they oh, are no they're playing like a unit. No like are for how many people called uh, Danny Avia Avia a bust last season? Folks call him a bust last but year. That, yeah, that's that's, that's but, unintelligent. But, but I know, but I'm just saying, look how this dude, one, they were, you're right, they're unintelligent. But secondly, that dude put in work in the summer. Like, that's just, that's work. He put in work in the summer where now he's a good defender. Like, he just made himself a defender. He In the draft, he was known as an offensive weapon. He turned himself into a defender to a point where he can make a player like Brandon Ingram work. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me... Everybody has bought into what this coach has brought to the table. Like everybody has bought in. Which, when you break down a team that's ready to take to take a, take another step, that's the first thing is to buy in. You got to buy into the to the mission of the coach. And if you do that, and everybody buys in, bruh, it's a dangerous it's a dangerous weapon. It's called mentality. They they came back from nineteen down last night. Uh-huh. They don't get too high after wins. Yeah. It's like on to the next one. Uh-huh. They have a chip as well. They have a chip on their shoulder. And they, of course, they know right now they're number one in the East, and nationally nobody's talking about it. Nobody's them. talking about Nobody, it. And, and I'll give Troy some credit. Troy Halliburton on Twitter, he pointed out, he said, no we got to listen to ourselves on podcasts, and we got to be the ones talking <laughs> about this team. Because he said, nobody nationally is talking about the Wizards. Mm. And it's so it's so messed up because you have a young coach. As a matter of fact, he's a he's the only first-year coach right now with yeah, a winning record. Winning record. He played against Willie Green last night. And Willie <laughs> Green. 2-13. Yeah, uh, Jamal Mosley in a tough situation in Orlando, but still, he is winning as a first year coach. But let's see what happens as as they travel more. Uh-huh. And um, the good part is though, because there was a question I had. Okay, Brad is going to sit out the Nets and the Knicks games, correct? He can't yeah. play there. Yeah, they've won two games in a row without Brad. They, they've won three games without Brad already this season. Yeah, I've... so now that's not a concern. So it's not a whole lot of concern except their lack of size. So are they going to make a deal? Are they going to at some point maybe make a run for Porzingis? 
Um, is Thomas Bryant going to help when he comes back? We don't know. That's the thing because right now he can't play Gafford and, and um, Trez together. And ball. and Trez just brings it all to the table, but Gafford is a, such a presence on defense yeah, that you got to keep him on the floor as well. So that's the that's the thing I'm concerned but, about is in the middle. But he has a he has a good he has a good subbing pattern where he plays he closes with he closes with Trez. He does, you know, and he makes sure if you know if they need some defensive. Gafford's working yeah, on his offense. Yeah, no, too, no, Gafford's fine. Yeah. I think Gafford's fine. Like I have no issue. I think Gafford is good for this team. But they, they use Gafford enough where in, in terms of trying to create the tone defensively, and then when they want to close out. Okay, Trez, it's time for you to close. And I've always, I said this before. Trez, this the notion that Trez doesn't play any defense is is an LA thing. The Lakers create that narrative. His defense is solid enough. Like it's solid enough. It's not. Is it better than Gafford? No, but it's solid enough. Will T, you have anything to add? No, man. I'm not you guys have said out. it all. My God, can't close no, you out. You guys have said it all. I man. can't close you out, man. You my God. I told you a star, man. No, I, I mean, listen, man. Listen, you know, <laughs> two guys in the studio. <laughs> You know, extra hey. podcast. You know, listen, man. I dislike I you right now for saying man. this talk. Man. I, I dislike you right now. I, I listen. My, I know my spot. I sit at the <laughs> kids' table at Thanksgiving, man. You guys, you this know. guy, man, this guy's hilarious. Hey, I see there's a tweet by the homie Cameron. He said, "Let's wait till December and and wait till we get Rui Hachimura back in the lineup." You know how much I appreciate Cameron what? because because he's so consistent about the football team and the Wizards. Yeah. Across the board, and and he always roots, no matter set. no matter what the he situation does. is. Versus Twitter, everybody else is ready to lose their minds when they lose. Like against the Pelicans, they were down, and of course, everybody's bashing. The game I I had the privilege of being in person and covering um, was they lost to the Raptors at home. Man, Denny was getting so many hate darts on him. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah, because they, because he missed a couple layups. That happened, but um, now Denny's like He's the best thing since sliced bread. I know. So, dude. Let's be consistent. Look at this team. Clearly, the coach, the coaching change made a difference. Let's stay with the positives. And uh, I agree with some folks, though. We don't know how to act because the Wizards have never been in first place in the East. (laughs) So we don't know how to act. Look, my conclusion is I think the Wizards, personally, I'm I'm a Lakers fan, but I think the Wizards are contenders in the Eastern Conference. I said, I'm going to say it. Well, I'm going to jump out there. Right now, there's no clear problem, is it? Go, Will. No, I I just want to, you know, it'll be interesting to me to see how this team continues to evolve, you know, as the epic win, right? We all know that sometimes, you know, winning brings, you know, sometimes guys don't feel as if they're getting their shots up. They aren't getting enough recognition. So they'll start, they'll tend to go outside of the offense. Um, They'll start, they'll tend to gamble a little bit more on defense to, you know, to get those, um, those highlight reel steals and dunks. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting to see how this team evolves as they win. Um, Bradley Bale, he was a part of the Wizards teams with John Wall that made it, you know, to the first round of the playoff. They didn't make it any further. So it'll be interesting to see how he, him as a leader, does he, can, how he keeps these guys, um, is he able to keep these guys focused and, and will he apply pressure uh-huh. when he sees this team starting to, get relaxed or not work as hard in practice or um, on their defensive rotations during the game. These are things that interest me. Yeah, and they're, they're all interesting points. I would probably say it'd be interesting to see what um, with uh, Kuzma, Trez, I mean, Trez, with, even with the other teams, with Clippers, and, um, you know, because they had decent playoff runs. Um, but, you know, Kuz won the championship. Um, um, Caldwell Pope won the championship. Players like that. 
what they, what the, the advice they can do, give the other players when they're in the postseason about how this is what we have to do to win a championship. Ah, they won I mean, in the let, bubble. I hate to say ba- it. I love the bubble, bro. The bubble's real. No, I mean, let's get Baylor set. Like, Sal- um, Kuzma won. Kuzma won LeBron championship. So the, the, the bubble was was good competition because everybody was on the same playing field. So I respect it. Yeah, I, but I'm, I'm just saying I'm in terms saying. of going on the road and getting those hard playoff wins, that makes a difference. Well, it does. No, but it also I'm, I'm, I said it before. I'm gonna be consistent. I said it before the bubble even started. Before anything, before anything happened, I told you. I mean, Will said to say like it's harder because you have no advantage. If you're the home, team, you have no advantage. If you're the favorite, there's a reason why the Miami yeah. Heat got to the finals. There's a no event, and the teams, if they had, because they couldn't, if you had the best record, it was definitely bad for the teams with the, like, the one of the best records, because you lost your home field advantage, your home court advantage. If you don't have that home court advantage. Right, so it's a difference now, right? Huh? It's a difference now, right? Yeah, because now you have it, it's, to me, if you're the, if you're the one seed, it's easier. Right now? Yes. Okay, it's so, uh, my point is, the bubble experience is different from what they're gonna be going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just so, saying, yeah. So yeah I don't yeah, know if that can translate, that's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you're right. We, because we can debate what's easier yeah. or harder. Yeah, but it's you're right. Difference. It is a difference. <laughs> Facts. It is different because you can't really relate to what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are. Not, <laughs> we are. We're now making our week eleven NFL picks on the show. Hey, but Will, you're you moved up to second place, right? I'm giving you flowers, bro. I mean. I mean, it's towards the end of the show. In the A block of the show, but yes, I've moved up to number two. Number two, you in number two now. We all got the same record, though. Me, you, Pizza Boy. I don't know somebody. I don't know. I don't even know who the heck that is. That drop, that drop even farther than that. I don't know. Um, Yeah, you're number five, Wally. Oh, thank you, Will, for bringing that up. Appreciate you. (laughs) You said that with so much, so much energy. Somebody's got to beat. Hakun Wong, that's the only thing. Maybe yeah. he'll lighten up a bit. And stop making this pick early or something. <laughs> like always hitting this up on emails or whatever. I'm going to give you a number, Will. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. I, I mean, you can. I don't answer numbers I don't know. Hey, yo, this is going to text you like, hey, phone, this I'm not going to ask you. Gonna, no, he got to call you or text you. Hey, this is Hakun. Just can you send me a pic, please? I ain't seen him yet. <laughs> hey, yo. No, I, I have a I have an iPhone and Apple has this wonderful feature called Block. It sure does. Yeah, you, go block, you go block. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. To hey, me. yo, hey. Haku, you'll get my picks when you can. if I decide to send you I my picks. <laughs> hey, and you can check out our picks. My man, Will T. Pick the Vikings, time. man. The Vikings are annoying. Website, man. just go to www.footballgarbagetime.com. You're right. I don't. I hate picking the Vikings. They always do the opposite. Subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media, at AmplifierMedia.com. And this show can be found on Podcast DC. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier Media shows as well as other great content. And anyway, we appreciate you all for listening. Keep tuning in. Listen to us next week. Are we going to have a show next week? I don't even know. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Scene. For ages. Yeti. Deuces. Hey, Mega, leave us out, big homie.